and welcome back to the Balanced Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. We have a couple of exciting giveaways to lead with. And first, before I even talk about the giveaways, I want to tell you who today's guest is. It's a really special guest that is very dear to my heart. He was our first ever podcast guest. So I don't know if you've been listening to the podcast since the very first episode or if you've ever gone back and listened to the first episode, but it was with my best friend, Brandon Cohen, who is also the CEO and co-founder of Liquid IV, a healthy hydration supplement company that if you're an athlete or an active person or someone who just wants some extra hydration in their system, you should totally know about and you'll learn all about in this episode. So the funny story behind all of this is that I originally told Brandon he had to come back on the podcast for round two because he was my first episode. So I didn't know anything at that point. I was doing all of the audio editing myself. We shared a microphone. It was kind of just a... um, Happy chaotic disaster, I would say, because we spent more time setting up and having technical difficulties than we did actually talking. But it was great because I think the first episode turned out well for having no podcasting experience. And it was just fun because I was just talking to my best friend. So we had a really good conversation and I think it translated well. Although I will say now that I have editing help, the sound quality is just totally on a different level. So long story short, I wanted to show Brandon all of the fun changes that I've made now that I'm about seven months into podcasting. And funny enough, the morning that I was going over to Liquid IV to do this episode with him, I had all sorts of microphone problems and difficulties and we wound up sharing a microphone again. So he totally made fun of me and you guys will hear that in the episode. It's just funny the way that things work out. But luckily, I think it went great despite the fact that we only had one microphone and He has so much wisdom to share about being a leader and being an extreme personality, running a business, um, how to maintain company culture when growing a team. And we really just do fun, fun stuff in our conversation. We have this YouTube video on my YouTube channel, which you can go check out. That's called the best friend Q&A that has gotten something like 80,000 downloads or views and for my YouTube, that's a lot, a lot, a lot. So people really like Brandon. He's a really fun person. He has the best personality and I'm just so grateful to have him. I could tell him anything. I could go to him with any question, whether it be about business or personal life or a big decision within my brand. And I really trust him. He's one of the smartest people that I know. And I'm just excited for him to be here sharing his wisdom with you guys today. So the fun giveaway that we're going to do with Liquid IV is I'm going to post a photo of Brandon and myself on Instagram to announce this podcast episode. And you guys can go comment on it telling us why you'd like to try Liquid IV. Probably bonus points if you listen to the whole episode and 
you know, hear what Brandon has to say about Liquid IV and then tell us why you'd like to try. And we're going to choose five winners because I think it would be really fun to have five different winners since sometimes when I don't have a personal connection to a company, we can only choose like one or two winners. So five winners for the Liquid IV giveaway. Comment on the Instagram. Tell us why you want to try. And... Before we dive into the conversation with Brandon, I would like to take a few minutes to thank our sponsor, Rebel. Rebel is my absolute favorite coconut milk-based elixir and protein drink company. You've probably heard me talk about them because I can't stop raving about them on the podcast and also on social media. I drink Rebel pretty much every day. Right now, at the time of recording at least, I am off of coffee for a little bit, so I haven't been drinking the cold brew varieties, which I usually love, but I'm still drinking the protein drinks and I'm also drinking the matcha latte, which I absolutely love. So today I wanted to talk about some of the super herbs and adaptogens that they use in their drinks because adaptogens are kind of one of those buzzwords that I feel like people throw out there all the time and talk about, but we don't all know what adaptogens are or what they're good for. So I'll break it down. Adaptogens are super herbs that have been used by ancient cultures for many, many years to bring the body back to balance and homeostasis. So some of the adaptogens that Rebel uses in their drinks most are ashwagandha, reishi, and maca, which you've probably heard of because I feel like those are popping up everywhere lately, which makes me really happy. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about reishi because I've covered ashwagandha and the fact that I take ashwagandha on an almost daily basis because it calms me down at the end of the day. So let me tell you today a little bit about reishi. Reishi is actually the most scientifically studied of all of the adaptogens, and it's a very validated medicinal herb. You can recognize it by its distinctive glossy red coat. It's a mushroom. It can be very easily spotted. It usually grows on stumps of fallen trees. It's been called the divine mushroom of immortality because it has basically an endless list of health benefits from healthy immune function to liver protection and detoxification to cardiovascular health to healthy aging. And there have been other studies that show that reishi can help with hormone balance and can also help alleviate those jitters that come along with drinking coffee. And the other cool thing is that in the reishi cold brew, at least, there's also coconut MCTs. So there's those healthy fats in the rebel drinks. And something I love about Rebel and a reason that it's one of my staples is that they are all certified organic, fair trade whenever possible non-GMO, soy-free, dairy-free, and paleo-friendly. And they're also a mission-driven company, just like Liquid IV. So Rebel was born out of their nonprofit partner, Not For Sale, which is a nonprofit that protects against human trafficking. So the fact that they give back really means a lot to me. Those are the companies that I try to support and pour my energy and love into. And I also really like the people behind the company, which is always just a huge bonus for me. So we're going to do a giveaway of Rebel and to make it different from the Liquid IV giveaway, this one is going to be hosted on Facebook in the Soul on Fire podcast tribe. 
So if you're not currently a member of the Soul on Fire podcast tribe, just type that into Facebook, send a request, and I will add you to the group. And I'll do a post in there about Rebel. And all you have to do is comment. Tell us why you'd like to try. And we will choose one winner to get a case of Rebel. And their best friend will get a case of Rebel too. Because Rebel is all into the community aspect of wellness, just like I am. Very important. So thank you, Rebel, for sponsoring the podcast and for standing behind what I do with The Balanced Blonde. And without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into this episode with Brandon Cohen. I'm here with Brandon Cohen of Liquid IV, also my best friend, and he was our first ever guest on the podcast. And that day, we had a lot of technical difficulties, not unlike today. We've been sitting here for an hour and 15 minutes, and I was also at home for an hour and a half having just so many microphone problems, and I don't know why, but I was so excited to have Brandon back on the podcast to show him how much we've learned about this technology and this all this new stuff, and here I am like more confused than day one, but... It's okay because he has agreed to share a microphone with me as much as he doesn't want to because we like to talk at the same time, but we're just going to make it work. We're going to lean in close when we have to. And since we have heard a lot of the story about Brandon as a CEO, co-founder of Liquid IV, he literally does everything. Liquid IV is growing so rapidly. We'll give you a refresher on what Liquid IV is because probably a lot of people have either listened to that podcast 35 weeks ago when it came out or maybe they haven't heard it. So this is all new. So I'll let Brandon tell you all about what Liquid IV is and then we're just going to do some fun stuff. We have this video on YouTube of me and Brandon called The Best Friend Q&A. It has like 90,000 views. I don't know how it went so viral, Um, but we were just talking and just answering questions about each other and that's kind of what we wanted to do today and also share kind of all about the life of a CEO, a young professional, and how he manages all of that because it's quite the lifestyle, even though he handles it very well. Um, it's hard. It can be really hard. So before I like tell his whole life story, I'll let him talk for a few minutes. So yeah, this is pretty standard for us, uh, just rolling with the punches as we go. It's kind of ironic because you know we were the first one and you were like learning how to do it and and I've listened to some since, and it's like, you know, much more professional than ours was, and you've gotten so good at it. And she's been, Jordan's been bragging to me about two microphones, and we're going to have two, and we're going to be able to sit back in our chairs this time, and we can talk at the same time if we want. And would you have it? We get here, and we got one microphone working. So um, it's like deja vu, but I think the first one turned out fine. So we'll just have fun with it again today. So Liquid IV, yeah, Liquid IV. Uh, uh, founded the company with uh, my co-founder Hayden Fullstone about uh, four and a half years ago. Um, Liquid IV is an all-natural uh, electrolyte drink mix that you mix into 16 ounces of water. Um, it helps you hydrate about three times more efficiently than just drinking plain water. So it's based on a science 
that the World Health Organization created back in the 1970s. Um, very simple, clean science. When you mix sodium and glucose together at a really specific ratio, it helps all of the hydration get absorbed almost directly into your bloodstream along with other nutrients. And so um, this science was deemed actually one of the best medical advancements of the 20th century because it saved so many lives. And we thought, what if you could take sort of this secret science that was being used in third world countries and apply it to, you know, commercial use here and help uh, fuel, you know, everyday adventures for, for people who are active lifestyles, you know, business travelers, uh, anyone who just has an active lifestyle who needs to hydrate more efficiently. So uh, we got going about four and a half years ago. It's been a wild ride. Um, we got into Whole Foods pretty quickly, which was exciting. We've become the top selling item in the Whole Foods whole body department and uh, the four states that we're in. We've gone from like a couple stores here in Southern California to just over 12,000 stores in the last like 12 months. <laughs> I didn't even know it was 12,000. My eyes are like bugging out of my head. I, I didn't know that, but it makes sense between all of the like Costco, CVS, um, 7-Eleven, like the places that have so many locations. Yeah. It's been, um, yeah, even like, I mean, yesterday I found that we got into Publix, which is like a really nice chain um, down in like the like southeast and I can't even keep my like charts and like my decks up to date because we found out about a week ago we got into CVS and then la last week we got into Publix we're still selling one Whole Foods and GNC and uh, we just got into we launched in Rite Aid last week and so a lot of stores a lot of stores um, but yeah it's been a wild exciting ride you know I've gone from a couple of us here locally to expanding a team in-house here of 12 um, and then we have um, lots of outsourced sales and marketing reps um, in different hubs around the country. So it's been been a wild ride, uh, gone through fundraising rounds, um, gone through lots of heartache, um, but it's sort of part of the journey of doing it. So it's been been a lot of fun. And I think the coolest thing is just seeing everyday people like love the product and how it's really changed people's lives, like reading Amazon reviews or, you know, seeing people's comments and direct messages and all this stuff is like, the most exciting thing when you get to see stuff like that. So yeah, I think that's a pretty good little recap. Yeah, I think so too. And something that we're very excited about is the new flavor launching. So Liquid IV has had one flavor for their whole four and a half years of existence. Although I thought it was more than four and a half years. Because, well... I guess, I don't know. It's, it's been years, so it's good. Um, the new, so it's always been lemon lime and it's a really good flavor. I have it all the time because when am I not like in a very sweaty situation of yoga or running or all of that every single day. So I always take liquid IV, always have lemon lime. And now I'll let Brandon tell you what the new flavor is. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, so launching on uh, June 15th is our acai berry flavor. So really excited about that. Um, you know, I've been drinking delicious lemon lime for four and a half years. So as you can imagine, I don't think anyone's more excited for a new flavor than, than me. <laughs> so yeah, really excited about the acai uh, flavor. Uh, it's uh, non-GMO and organic, uh, which is pretty cool. And um, yeah, excited to launch that. Heck yeah. And it's no coincidence that I dyed my hair purple at the same time. It's fading. I don't know if you like could tell how different it looks it than it did. I'm going to. I'm getting it redone in a couple days. It was like the day we said we were doing acai. It was like the yeah. day you put your hair up with like one of those little 
What are those boomerang. called? Boomerang. Or, yeah, it was a boomerang. It was like an acai boomerang. Yeah, it was great. I know. Well, that's not the first time that we've been on the same wavelength, um, to say the least. But um, speaking of being on the same wavelength, I think we didn't talk about this in the first podcast that we did. And then we later said, next time we will, 201, the crazy sign. So I think people who listen to the podcast now know that 201 shows up in my life every single day. It's this sign. I take it. I take the sign from the universe and it always shows me that I'm on my right path and like 2.01 p.m., 2.01 a.m., good things happen. I live in 2.01, et cetera, just to say like the bare minimum. So I shared that with Brandon like right when we met because we met, um, well, we had met a couple times and then we were meeting at that place. What's that place called in on Main Street? Revolution. No, I love Revolution, but it was like gunpowder. Oh, Is that what it's called? Okay. Oh, they did. Okay. So yeah, we were meeting there for a work sesh that we call a vibe sesh, which we can also talk about. Um, And it was 201 was the address. So I told Brandon all about that. And then he has had 201 experiences like crazy, which tell us. Yeah. So when she first told me, I just thought she was sort of crazy and like, I don't know, like a spiritual hippie or something. I couldn't figure it out, but she told me about it and I sort of was like, okay, cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. And then like that day, like on the way home, like, I think like the next time she texted me, it was like 201. And then like the next time we got together, like the address was like 1201 and like every variation you could ever imagine. Like today we were supposed to get get together at like two o'clock and like she came in at 201 and like, I don't know, just 201 everywhere. So yeah, I'm just trying to think, what are some other examples that have been like crazy? You had some big sales meetings in, yeah, in different states because Brandon would travel. He's lately stopped, which or stalled it, which is amazing for him to be here and focus on things here. But he was traveling so much for Liquid IV and um, going to like every big retailer you could think of. And I would get texts like, pretty often about things. It was either 201 or the address was 201. When you were selling to these huge companies, like good things were happening. Every time, 201. I can't can't think of exact examples. I think the funniest part is when we're in different states or like I'm on the East Coast here on the West Coast and like I'll send you like a great email. Like like we just got a, we just like picked up a retailer and the email I got at 201 and I'd screenshot it and send it to you. Then I realized it was like, it was like 1101 here, but like, it's just so funny. Like no matter what, somehow it always worked out. Exactly. It just always And we'll always surprise each other by being like, wait, it's 201 on this coast. And then the other person will, will just be like, holy shit, that's crazy. So yeah. Oh, it is. Oh my God. Always. Um, I know that's, it's just lucky. It's crazy. And people listening, if you don't have a number that shows up in your life, I think a way to strengthen that relationship, I just call it like the relationship with the universe. I don't know if Brandon feels that way. Um, Is to have like some sort of practice like meditation or yoga or as spiritual as you want to get. You could do um, all the saging and... (laughs) all of the crystals and everything that I do, or you could just do something really practical like meditation, which is practical. It lowers your blood pressure. It calms your nervous system. It relaxes you. And I think you'll find that you'll start to be more in tune with the universe. And that's something I wanted to talk to Brandon about because 
for as spiritual as I am, Brandon, I would say it mostly isn't, but like he has, yes, correct. He has exposure to it. His mom's just like me, so spiritual and I love it. And we're always on the same wavelength and me and his sister too are very similar. Um, So he's used to hearing about it, but you have been meditating lately and tell us how that's going. My mom's always telling me of different ways, sort of spiritual ways to to get things done or to help with stress and anxiety and sort of like the overload that I have. And I'm sort of in the thought generally, you know, while you're very spiritual and so are my mom and my sister, like mind over matter, I can sort of force anything to happen that I really, really want to, if I want to accomplish something. And for the most part, it's a really, really good mentality to have that like, it's like a, uh, to be in control, you know, like I feel like I can control things, but my personality, as we we both know for both of us, is so extreme that I can push things to the limit sometimes with, I know I can work longer hours than everyone. And I know I can get here at 4 a.m. and leave at 1 a.m. and be here for 20 hours straight working. And so what that what, what it's done to me is just, it's got me, I, I can get very revved up, right? And so sleeping for me has always been an issue. Like I'm just, my brain is always thinking about strategy and relationships and like every angle of the business that you could possibly imagine. And so for me, it's hard to turn that off sometimes. It's really hard to turn that off. And so I have a really hard time falling asleep. And so for two years, my mom's been telling me, Brandon, you should try meditation. You should try meditation. I'm like, no, leave me alone. I don't need to try meditation. That's not going to work. Like my mind is stronger than that. Like it's not going to, it's not going to help me. And uh, I sort of got to this point where I literally just wasn't falling asleep. I was probably the most efficient, not most efficient, but I was getting the most work done you could ever imagine. I would just go home and be like, okay, I'm going to relax. It's nine o'clock. I just got home from work after 14 hours straight of work. And I would eat and I'd be like, well, I'm not going to fall asleep. So I might as well just keep working. So I'd work for four or five more hours. So I was getting a ton done, but what it eventually does and it, you know, in the moment, I think I'm being, I'm getting a lot done, but it eventually it breaks you down and you're not as efficient. So the next day, even though I'd be working long hours, I wouldn't be as efficient as I would be if I was really sharp and balanced, right, in my life. And so I constantly have to work on balance. And the, the main two ways for me are working out and making sure that I'm sleeping enough, right? And so working out, I am pretty good. I'll either work out in the morning um, or I've been doing a lot at lunch because it allows me to break up like a 12, you know, 14 or 16 hour day. I can get an hour and a half work day, work, workout in and it gives me like two separate eight hour work days. I feel so refreshed after. So that's been really good. But in terms of meditation, um, it's really simple. I have no idea what I'm doing. Like sort of like when I go to yoga, you're like, well, no one knows what they're doing. And I sort of realized that now I just, I have, she sent me these YouTube links of like sleeping meditation or like anxiety and stress reduction meditation. And I sort of turn these tapes on, like when I'm tired, it's like, it's like the craziest sleeping pill for me you could ever imagine. I turn it on and I listen for like a couple minutes and half the time I feel like I'm not even really listening. I'm sort of like just decompressing. And next thing you know, I just wake up in the morning, like seven hours later, like great night of sleep. So it's actually, for me, it's been like a weapon. It's like a tool for me personally, because if I'm getting six, if I'm getting six or seven hours of sleep, I'm like unstoppable the next day. Like I'm on like tip top form for me, like in terms of strategy and like efficiency and like my mood. And like, as we would say, like our vibes don't lie. Right. And so it's been like really, really effective. And over the last like about four weeks, it's sort of my kick right now. Hopefully, you know, I really am liking it, but we'll see if I can, you know, make this a really consistent thing over like over a year or two. But 
it's just been a way for me to be, I'm so much more efficient with my sleep and my work time, which is really awesome. So yeah, that's amazing. Well, we'll have to put in the show notes so people can see the links that you're talking about because it's kind of hard to find good sleeping meditations. You have to vibe with the person's voice and what they're talking about. So there's ones, if, there's ones that like, so I didn't find them any of them. My mom sent me 25 links. <laughs> so I have them all saved in my notes, right? And like some of them like give me more anxiety because I'm like, this like this guy is telling me something I don't want. So I have to, it's the weirdest thing. Like if it's a girl voice, I'm relaxed. When it's a guy, for some reason, it stresses me out. Yeah, people vibe with different like decibels. Right. Yeah, so this like, you have to find totally what works for you. Mine have nothing to do. There's like one she sent me about like, success and like conquering. And I'm like, I don't need any of that. That's already in me. I, this girl's just like, just deep breath. Like, you know, you're calming, your body's relaxing. And like, it's the, the other weird thing is like, some of them are 20 minutes long, some are an hour long and they take you deeper throughout it. Right. And so I never, I had never listened to one past five minutes cause I'd fallen asleep. But the other night I was like, I want to hear this. So I wasn't sleeping. I just put it on to like, listen. And literally like, it takes you, like you go deeper and deeper and Every once in a while, I'll wake up at the end of the tape. So I'll, I'll, I won't hear any of the tape. And then and I, like an hour in, it will turn off. And she'll be like, now the tape is ending. And I'm like, I, I'd like wake up. And I'm like, what? This is so weird. Like it's so subconscious, you know? Yeah. And then I turn it off and I fall back asleep for six hours. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. So we'll put the links in the show notes because Brandon and I both have terrible insomnia like the worst ever. And mine comes in waves. It has been horrible lately. I have to turn to all sorts of things to sleep. Like I can't just fall asleep naturally right now. It's hard because I obviously like to be as natural as possible. I don't take pills for like anything except for if I absolutely am not sleeping. So if you can find a tool like meditation, that's fantastic. And I find that it's so helpful. I went to a Reiki meditation. Have you heard of that? It's like energy work. You've probably heard of it from your mom. A couple weeks ago at this place called Ceremony Meditation in Venice and it was at night. So it ended at like 8.30 p.m. And... I have never been so relaxed. Like my whole nervous system was like washed over with total calm. And you know, for both of us, that is so rare. So if you find the things that work, you just have to go with it. I love how natural it is too. Like yes, it's I, it, I just, you know, cause I don't, I hate taking stuff too, but like if I wasn't sleeping, I was like, I got to take melatonin or something to yeah. fall asleep. Right. Oh, yeah. And this is like, it's so much better. I'm just, turn this thing on and I'm done. (laughs) And like for you, for anyone out there who doubts it, I'm like the biggest doubter. Like I would make fun of my mom for such a skeptic. And I like, as smart as I think I am, I just listen to this thing and I'm asleep. So try it out. Exactly. Because it's for everybody. Like it doesn't matter how much power you think you have over your mind. The mind is extremely powerful. And now soon I'm going to have to take Brandon to Kundalini meditation slash yoga because that is such an experience. It's, he's, he's looking at me very hesitant, but yeah, you're con- you'll come, you'll love it. It's, I did it this morning. I've been on, that's why I remained so calm, even though I couldn't do this. 
So kundalini, it's they call it like the yogic technology, basically, um, of the body and of it's like the science of yoga because it's chanting, it's breath work, it's movement, it's like these sets of movements. So it's not like a yoga class where you flow through vinyasas and all the stuff that we did in my class a couple of weeks ago. You do sets at a time, so you would do like. Uh, a cat cat with this breath work for like five minutes. It's meant to get you out of your comfort zone. So you start to like tap into your body, but also just kind of like leave this planet. Like it's weird. You get lost in your mind and with the breath, it channels and then you chant these mantras and you do these different things. Like today we were doing this thing with our fingertips. It was like hard. We did it for 20 minutes and it just channels you to a different place. So if it's a good teacher, again, like you have to vibe with the teacher, you have to vibe with the space. You'll walk out of there. Like it changes the chemistry of your brain while you're in there. It changes your nervous system. It like reprograms things happening inside of you. And then if you wanted to get spiritual with it, it corresponds to the chakras and like all the meridians in your body. So it's pretty crazy. It's like this mega healing power weapon as as you would say about meditation. So yeah, I highly recommend it too. Everybody, I have a lot to learn. Yes. So Brandon will be coming with me for sure. Um, So something that kind of, I guess, on the topic of meditation, good vibes, all the stuff that we are all about, you who have always been a skeptic. And I remember like a year ago or so, we were in the car driving back from Expo West. This was like two, a year and a half ago. Um, we were talking about maybe how helpful it would be to for you to like talk to somebody, to, ha- to have like a life coach or a therapist because you have so much going on. Like the stuff that Brandon manages is out of control, so superhuman, the kind of responsibility that he has. And um, at the time you were kind of anti that. You were like, no, I don't think that's for me. That's uncomfortable. Exactly. And then you found something that really worked for you, which I think a lot of people listening could benefit from learning about. Yeah. So um, again, I, you know, I just, I'm confident. I sort of in my will to be able to accomplish things. And when you, when you kind of let that go a little bit, it's a, it's a, it's a strength and a weakness, right? Like a lot of, a lot of things for all of us, like our strengths are t- tend to be our weaknesses at a certain point. And so, you know, less of a light, it, it's, it's a business coach, light out life good business coach, but not even coach. It's like a business person to talk to who has no other interest except for just like helping you to talk through things because in the position I'm in, there's sort of like this triangle that I sit between of retailers, consumers, my team internally who mean the world to me and our investors. So I guess it's a square. <laughs> um, family and my friends. So it's a big, it's a big thing. Yeah. It, to be honest, it's re- really hard to talk to anyone really about what's going on. Like if I put a, like a video camera on my head, like it, it's like inexplicable. Like some of the stuff that not that you have to go through, but that you sort of have to like keep inside or you can't talk about because there's all these different things going on where you sort of have to be aware of different relationships and different feelings. And the good thing is, is you get to a point where you're like, listen, I'm just going to do my best. And that's the best that I can do. But I'm part of, uh, I'm always worried about other people and making sure that 
you know, everyone's comfortable and that we're, uh, so that way we can win, right? Liquid IV can win and each person can, can, can feel their best when they're working here and our investors are happy and our retailers are happy and our consumers are happy, my family and my friends. And so really I, I go, I, I speak with this person um, once a week and it really has been amazing for me. It's like, it, it's not like, it's not even, it's not coaching. It's not therapy. It's like talking. It's like what we do, which is, you know, we're doing it here, but you know, when we get into those sessions where we just talk for like three hours about, and it just rolls because we have so much in common and we're able to, for me, just, this is why being like authentically talking about stuff is so helpful for me. Sometimes she doesn't even do anything. She just lets me talk. She gives me a little bit of direction or she, you know, and, and she sort of gives me like uh, reassurance in, in what I'm thinking. And most of the time it's what I was going to do anyway, but it's just, it's like for me, the most amazing thing to once a week, talk to someone who has no interest, nothing outside of, of just helping me. Right. Um, which in turn is good for the business. It's good for me. It's good for me. It's good for all those pieces of the, you know, the octagon, as you called it. So, um, yeah, it's been great. It really has. I actually really look forward to it. You know, we get together for an hour, a couple hours and just sort of talk through things. And it gives me a lot of clarity. And I think, you know, like I have, I have a difficult time with transition. So, um, like I can work for two weeks straight, like like 16 or 18 hours a day and no problem. But once I switch it off and I go into like personal mode, it's hard for me to turn back on sometimes or vice versa. It's hard for me to get into personal mode and it's hard for me to get out of it sometimes. And so what it's done is I get together on Sundays and this is just for me, right? If we get together on Sundays and it's like a perfect transition, I, I work half a day Saturday, the rest of the day I take to myself, Sunday morning I take to myself and then Sunday afternoon, it like slowly gets me back into the week. So like I, my, my week doesn't start Monday. My week starts Sunday and it allows me to get ready, especially now, you know, it used to go for, you know, Monday was execution with me, for me, what I had to get done. Now it's 12 people, right. And 25 sales reps and, and Emerson, our distribution partner. And so if I can prep for the week with that, it puts me in such a great state of mind. I like, I come I can't wait for Mondays. Monday is my favorite day of the week. Now it's like, I'm like chomping at the bit to get back with the team and like, run the business and get people the product and help more people like live a better life. Like I look forward to Monday. It's like the weirdest thing. No, I get that. It's because you live a soul on fire life. You're passionate about what you do and you have to put those tools into place. Like you said, of how to deal with the responsibility of running a company because as much as you love it, there are difficult parts for sure. Like so many decisions that you have to make and it can be impossible to find that clarity if you have too much happening in your head and if you don't get it out. So it's very therapeutic to just talk about it. No, I was going to say, as you're saying about the decisions, this is for anyone out there, um, but especially, uh, you know, in business, personal too, but in business, like I'm, I'm realizing as I go through this and like, you know, we've, we've gone through this now for with both of our businesses for like four or five years, you know, like you're, you're not going to have hundred percent of the information you need to make a decision, like almost never. And if you wait that long, you've waited too long and it's not worth it. You've already wasted, wasted the time or the opportunity. So for me, what's like really freeing is like, if I feel like I have like 60 to 70% of the information I need to make a decision, that's, that's all you're going to have. I'm going to make the best decision I can. And 95% of the time, it's the right way to go. And the 5% of the time that you're wrong, you break a couple legs along, along the way, you pick it up and you fix it. And it's better to move quickly. Speed wins, right? Speed wins. You keep moving forward. You pick up the stuff that you don't have. And it's sort of freeing to know, 
I don't need all the information to make decision. It doesn't have to be the right decision. It's the right decision right now. Yeah. So it sort of freed me up to just to, to, to keep rolling. Yeah, I love that, that it's the right decision right now because things don't have to last forever. And I think with our personality, definitely mine, I get so caught up in like thinking that if I make a decision, it's make or break. It's like a huge game changer. It's going to change everything. But no, things evolve every single day. Brands evolve like crazy over the course of years. And I was just telling Brandon last week or whenever I saw you a couple weeks ago that I had, I found that old liquid IV water bottle. And just to see that was two logos ago, two color schemes ago. And it's crazy how things evolve and um, you just can't get too attached in business. And for someone like me, that is so hard. I have attachment obsessions. Like I got attached to the blonde vegan and tried to keep that name when I was not vegan anymore. So you just have to roll with the punches. And I feel like you're such a good person for that because I can always come to you if I have a problem or um, like something that's hard for me, people, someone that I'm working with. And you always have just the most solid, practical advice that reminds me decisions don't last forever. Like you have to just make the decision that works the best right now. And if not, it's just extra anxiety. It's extra stress. It's not good for anybody in the situation. So yeah, I feel like you being in your position, running Liquid IV, being a CEO, you've learned so much. Like this is stuff that you can't learn in business school. This is why being a grad school dropout is awesome, which we both are, which I think we talked about in the first podcast. Yeah, you didn't, he didn't even make it. He was going to go, but look what he did now. It's crazy. So speaking of, um, having those authentic conversations and just having people in your life that you can let it all out with, how do you remain authentic in this industry? Because we're both, we're both very much in this industry that, um, there's a lot of like people who act a certain way and aren't that way or like, uh, don't really like walk the walk that they say that they do. And it's hard when you're selling a product because you want to put it out there. You want to be in with like the trends and all the trendsetters, but you have a really authentic product that resonates with truly like wellness oriented, active people and other people that have hangovers and like everything, you know, but how do you remain authentic? Because I feel like you've kept the brand so authentic and your team has remained so authentic and that's hard to do when something's growing. Yeah. It's honestly, this is one that like I struggle with often because we're trying to get the, or we are getting the brand out there. Right. And there's a lot of different ways to do it, especially in this day and age. Right. So like, you know, 25 years ago to market a product, you'd create one 30 second commercial and you'd get put all your money towards that. And you'd market it on, maybe this is 40 years ago, but you'd market it on three networks, right? Like ABC, NBC, and Fox. And you put it out there and there's no targeting and that's the way, that's the way you'd market it. Now there's so many ways to do it, right? With influencers and paid social media and um, events and like all really cool things where it's easy when you're trying to, when you're trying to get a brand out there, it's easy to get, to, to get away from who you truly are. And for me, as 
as I've grown and matured into this role and having a team, you know, most of our, almost all of my team, our team is older than me, right? Like more, more experienced. Um, um, and so for me, I just know that to be completely comfortable, I need to be totally authentic with how the reason I started the brand, which is to help people live a better life. And it is, it's easy in today's day and age to get away from that. But for me, just to stay where, where we're comfortable with our product, healthy, natural, um, and, and associate with those type of people. That's how, that's how I know that we're going to do our best. Yeah. And you guys have done a really good job of that. I think it takes a really strong leader figure to execute that because it's really easy to get torn in different directions and, the world is crazy. I guess it just doesn't depend on what industry you're in. Ours can especially be that way. Um, but I've in every industry, like you can get taken off the path that you started. You can get offered something that seems like a really awesome idea at first, but you just have to stay true to why you started everything, which is what you've done. Yes. So transitioning from work, because we could talk about work for the rest of our lives. We do a lot. Um, but there's so much more to talk about. So you're a really busy person. You run a company, you're a CEO, you manage this team. How do you find time to date? Like, what is what does that situation look like for you? <laughs> it's pretty non-existent. Um, like we've talked about with balance. It's, it's another thing, like, just let's just say being social in general, right? Like, I'm a really social person. I love people. I love meeting new people. But I'm so, like, singly focused on, like, getting this to a certain point and, like, and growing the business that it's just easy to, like, block things out and say, oh, I'll do that soon, right? So when it comes to dating, I try. I mean, most of it, I'm not good at, uh, like, apps and all that stuff, like, digital, I'm not good at digital dating, like, I feel like I would have done better, like, 30 years ago, and, like, you had to meet people in person, because I, like, I love, I just, I think you can read people, like, when you're in a conversation, like, you don't have time to think about a text for 30 minutes to reply, it's not pictures that people that don't look like they look in, <laughs> in real life, so most of, like, the stuff that I do is all just, like, through a friend or, like, like, in-person stuff, but to be honest with you, I should probably put a little bit more of a priority on it, but I, I'm not that worried about it. I feel like I'm really focused on growing the business. I, I date when I want to. I don't, it's like I don't have a problem. I'm like a problem dating. I, I, I like I'll have fun when um, have fun when I go out on dates. But um, yeah, I'm sort of just really focused on the business right now. And I feel like at the right time, at the right time, something will come around and and I'll be ready for it. I'll be it'll be the right decision at the right time, as we just yeah. talked about. For sure. Yeah. I just think that that's something that's hard to balance for so many people our age, like between from like mid twenties to early thirties, that's a time where people like us are generally really focused on their career. And it's really hard. Like even if you are dating someone to even find the time and to make the time and to prioritize it or let alone to meet someone. So I always find it really interesting how busy people manage that. And it's true. Like it's not, it's nothing to worry about or be concerned because everything happens at the right time. If I truly believe people come into your life at the right time in the right ways. And, um, it's just, it's shifted so much from like 30 years ago, 40 years ago, how people our age are just so intensely focused on career. And that's cool. It's just a different, different path than it once was. And we're just rolling with it. Yeah. 
Um, so I thought it would be fun to do this little riff off of the video that we did on YouTube and just like some different questions that our YouTube video, best friend Q and A and ask, um, basically a couple different things like favorite things, et cetera, and try to answer the question about each other. So are you ready? I think so. Okay. <laughs> so Brandon, what is my favorite color? Neon green. Yes. And so is yours. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What, I don't know if you know this one. What is my favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, this is hard because, like, when do I ever eat ice cream? I was going to say, would you even eat ice cream? Rocky Road. I like, I like that, okay. but okay. Close. it has chocolate in it. What is it? Oh. Mint chip. Oh, mint chocolate chip? Yeah, mint oh. chocolate chip. But I would prefer non-dairy. Okay. So yours is chocolate, vanilla. I like ice cream. You don't like ice cream? Not really. But if you had to have a flavor. If I had to have a flavor. Mint chocolate chip is really good. Cookie dough is really good. Actually, I like strawberry ice cream too. Like strawberry ice cream. Yeah, yeah. it's good. You strike me as like a strawberry ice cream. Yeah, you, you like those flavors. I'm not a fruity flavor person. Um, oh, so favorite food. Like if you were going to go out to a restaurant. Well, I yeah. Yeah, one, one two, two, three. Sushi. sushi. <laughs> we are. Oh my God, I wish I did. Yeah, we're obsessed with sushi. Really easy. What is my go-to workout? This is easy. Well, yoga now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yours? Before? Before, I mean, you orange theory. Yo- oh, orange theory. Yeah. 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 You still go, but. Yeah. What about me? Your go-to workout. Well, you go to the gym, so you probably do like several different things there. So, do you run on the treadmill? Yeah. It's been hurt for a while. I like love like running. So I'll just yeah. like in the morning, I can wake up at like, you know, six or something and I can go on a 30 minute run and I feel like great after that. Yeah. Just a little sweat. We should run a 10K. We should do a liquid IV balance bond 10K. Should Here we, we go. Here. I know. Wait, I, I don't want to get in over my record. Head. Here we go. Oh my God. Wait, I think we should. Okay, if anybody's... Run it. Yeah, if anybody's listening, maybe instead of planning our own 10K, we can do one and oh, just I like... Saying. You're saying have our own no, event. Liquid no. IV balance bond That's 10K. I saying, but I was, That's even cooler. I like that one. Yeah, but it's a lot of work. So if we didn't feel like diving into that, we could choose a 10K to do. And then we could publicize that we'll be there and have our own like booth and meet up. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm in. Count us. Yeah. I think a lot of people listening, let us know later, people in the Facebook group and on Instagram and all that, if you would like that, because that'd be really fun. And Brandon has had a shoulder injury for a while, so he hasn't been able to really do, well, yoga, which he doesn't do anyway, but like I haven't been able to drag him to yoga and he, there's a lot of stuff you, you can't do. still or not really? Yeah, I I've do. been doing because I can like it doesn't hurt my shoulder. I've been every uh, every like Saturday morning, I'll just go up to one of the one of the canyons here and do a little hike. I've been liking that. That's so fun. Yeah, we should good. do that. I love hikes. We can take the new flavor up. There you go. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, there's my whole entire thing of passwords. Um, so, am I a morning or night person? That's an interesting one. <laughs> I think you're. Well, I think morning, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, you're up at night still working when we talk, but yeah, yeah you're better in the morning. Yeah, All right, I'm go. happier and more energized. I would rather get things done in the morning. You're a morning person. Oh, yeah. You love morning. You're an early morning person. Yeah, I don't th- get that, something done at 5 a.m. Great. If I can get it at 4 a.m., even better. Yeah. 3 a.m., even better. Yeah, you love that. I think we both 
are sort of night people too, but not by choice. It's just that like our overactive minds keep us up, but in the morning we we want sharp. to be alert and sharp. And I'm like way sharp in the morning. Super me too. So I'm trying to shift my schedule to fall asleep, go to sleep at like 10, 10.30, wake up at like 6.30, 6, 6.30. For me, that's very early. It's good. For you, that's not. See, the yeah. key for me now is that I know how to, that I can fall asleep, that I just turn my meditation on and I can go to sleep when I need to. And I don't need that much sleep, but it means I can get up at like four, which I love. I'm like, yeah. I love getting things done before everyone's here. And then I can focus on you know, the team and like, you know, management and things like that. Whereas from four to seven or four to eight, I'm able to get everything done that I need to. Yeah. So definite morning person. Yeah. It's very typical to hear from Brandon at like 4.30 in the morning, five in the morning. I see it a few hours later and I'm like, he has been viping really hard. That's, oh, that's a story we should tell. Or a, a, um, so we, okay. Well, I don't even know exactly how to describe how it originated because you are you you know more about so you tell okay let's see if I can get this right so what we talked about like getting into a mode where like you're so focused and like you're in this winning mode where you know you're going to accomplish everything you want to and it was right when Kobe was like like in his not in his prime but he was like having a really good stretch and then he was going to retire about you know like two years later I think and he was called the Black Mamba, and so uh, it's like a it's like a killer snake, and so somehow we looked it up or something, and the, the only snake that was like more poisonous than the Mamba was a viper snake, and so we started calling our work sessions like vipe sessions, and it meant like like if we were gonna get together and chat, it was all good, like relaxing, cup of tea, all good to go, talk about life. But if we we're gonna have a vibe session, it was like, bring your computer, like we're gonna talk for a minute and then we're gonna like go to town and knock out a hundred emails. And so we'd like meet up for like, you know, like three, four hours, like in an afternoon and just like crank out tons of work. And so those were our Vipe sessions. Yeah, I love those. I have the fondest memories of Revolution that doesn't exist anymore. Viping it out, we would- have a lot of caffeine, which is dangerous for the both of us. And we would just be viped out so hard. And then it just become a term in our vocabulary now. We still do it. The problem is, well, we're both ridiculously busy, but I would still make time. But I like, it used to be when we didn't have a team. So we could go like, I could leave the office for a few hours and get it done. And now it's like, I just, it's so, on the, the only time I could do is on the weekend. And on the weekend you're teaching classes and you got a lot going on. So yeah. we should still we get it. Going. Put it into the calendar and plan around it. We could totally do that. I think we should, or we could do it here. I could come here and we could just be in your office and vibe. It's kind of the, the beauty of the vibe though. The that it's out and about. Yeah. I know. Well, we lost our place. Both of our session. old places have closed, which it's is weird. It's a business meeting if we do it at the office. I know. Okay. So we, we're going to schedule a vibe okay. session. I'm going to tell Glenn. And we're going to put it in the calendar because that's how we have to function these days. That was the beauty of like a few years ago, Brandon didn't have a team. I certainly didn't have a team and things were so different. I'm still flexible in that way, but we'll make it happen. Um, so Brandon, I ask everybody this question who comes on the podcast and I'm really excited to hear what you say. And I would think you were going to say blue, but I know that you're not pretty much. Actually, I'm not going to put words in your mouth. If you were a color, what color do you feel best represents your energy? This is a hard one. Do people have quick answers to this? People think about this. Yeah, this one's interesting. 
Well, our favorite color is neon green, but that's definitely not the color that I would be. Definitely more subtle than that. Probably like a cool color between blue and purple. Like like a bright, like blue-purple color. Yeah. Like Periwinkle. Chill. I, I don't know what that is, but yeah. it sounds, so, sounds hype. I like yeah. it. Like fun, cool, a little different. Like not like one set color like every other color, but like mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle. Um, blue, calm, focused. And purple is my dad's favorite color. It's like his go-to thing. So everyone knows if there's a purple pen, it's my dad's pen. Um, my mom's favorite color is blue. So mixed between my mom and my dad. And like, I think like a periwinkle. I like that. I'm going to look yeah. that up after. But. Yeah. Well, I'll show you exactly what periwinkle looks like. I think it captures the vibe between blue and purple. This is, um, this is like bright blue. This is like a ocean, between ocean and royal blue. So something funny about Brandon that you guys might know from our first episode, I think I talked about it, is that he always wears blue striped shirts. <laughs> he always rolls his eyes at me, but always. Like right now, he's wearing a shirt that has three different variations of blue stripes. This is lies. This is, okay, somehow when we get together, I'm wearing blue stripes a lot of the time. This is like 201, okay? Yeah, I, I wear lots of colors. I'm colorful with, with what I wear and diverse with my wardrobe but somehow every time we get together I didn't even think about it and today are you gonna put this on YouTube okay so I'm wearing a yep another blue blue white striped shirt yeah you guys can see and we're gonna put the video of this podcast on YouTube so you can see it for yourself it looks great and it looks good like blue stripes are trendy they look good on you there's no reason not to wear blue stripes um I always wear stripes too especially when I'm with you Okay, so this I thought would be fun to share since it's not always that I have someone on the podcast who knows me really well. Um, I try to interview a lot of people that I know really well, but the podcast has shifted and sometimes I don't know my guests at all, which is awesome in other ways. So since we do know each other quite well, tell our listeners something funny about me or like something that they wouldn't know if just by not knowing me. Well, everyone knows that you love Huddy. You're obsessed with Huddy. I'm trying to think of something that's really, really interesting that no one knows because I have some good stuff about you. I don't know if you guys know her dad, but he, like probably on your Snap story or Instagram story, right? He Byron is like the funniest dude of all time without trying to be. Like li- rarely in the middle of a heinous work day can I like break out of what I'm doing and actually laugh out loud? But when you're with him <laughs> and you post something about him, literally, I can almost like start crying. It's so funny. Like he, without even trying to be, he's just hilarious. He's not trying to be funny. He doesn't even think he's funny. Yeah. Wait, what did he say the other day on your story? It was so funny. Something that you're like, we're going to go take photo- like like photographs. And he's just like riot. The guy's just a riot. So people might not know that your dad is hilarious. I'm trying to think of other stuff that... And my dad loves Brandon. He'll for sure be listening to this episode, even though he doesn't listen to... He doesn't know how to use a phone or a computer. No, he doesn't know how to listen to this, but my mom could set it up so that they could listen. But yeah, hey dad. He loves, he's Brandon's biggest fan in the whole entire world. Every time I'm seeing Brandon, he has like a list of questions that he wants to know about. How's the company doing? And... Yeah, and he is hilarious. Did he say something like like influencer? Like he's an influencer? Was it something yeah, like that? Something, something when you were home last week, and yeah. I forgot what it was, but it was like, like 
I'm going to be an influencer or something with like a little swag. It was hilarious. Exactly. He's always throwing those words out there. He's so funny. He was like joking that he was a photographer for Sports Illustrated. I mean, obviously none of this has ever happened. He was listing all these publications. He has a wild imagination and he's the best. So yeah, those are good. Huddy and my dad are the best. Um, And Huddy's my cat. If you guys haven't seen him, he's insanely cute. And... So I'm interested to hear a typical day in the life of Brandon. Obviously, it includes a lot of work and consulting with your team and working out midday. But like, what's your routine? Do you have a morning routine before you start work? Just walk us through a whole day. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I like love, I love having a routine. It's sort of for me because there's so much crap flying at me throughout the day that I don't expect to happen that if I can keep what I can control in some sort of a routine, it allows, it allows me to handle the crazy stuff that, that inevitably is going to come up daily. Um, it allows me to handle it better and to think clearly and to, to, to take my time to come to the right decision. So I love having a routine. What's been really hard about that for the last 18 months, as you know, um, we went to that show uh, back in the beginning of 2016 where we had no idea. We were a small, teeny brand at the show um, with all these retailers that were there. And out of 270 brands, we were voted as the best new product of 2016. And so it sort of set the brand off into like another stratosphere of speed. And I had to go meet with all these retailers across the country. So I was meeting with Walgreens and Rite Aid and Whole Foods and Publix and, you know, GNC and you name it. I literally, I mean, you know, I was literally on the road, like in a week, I was on the road four or five days. I was just like nonstop traveling. And so for me, you know, to be, I was had no routine. Like literally the only routine I had was that I like knew the best way to get to the airport. I had to get to my flight 45 minutes early, TSA pre-check. And I was flying. I mean, I, in 18 months I traveled, like, I don't even know how many miles. It was insane. But what's really nice now is now we are in all these stores. And so now the focus is on consumer awareness and getting the brand out there and doing fun collaboration things and marketing things and events and things like that. Um, the fun, a little more of the fun stuff now, um, you know, still on the road to go to meet with our suppliers, but it means I've been able to get into a really good routine for me, which is great for my mental health and my like, again, when I say, when I say mental health, it's like my um, ability to make really good, quick decisions because things move so quickly and they have to for us to win that my routine's key. So to get into your question now, after five minutes, um, I never set an alarm ever. I leave my blinds open. I'm really weird. I leave my blinds open. I have a big wall of uh, like windows in my apartment and I'm on the floor, I'm on the top floor. And uh, so like whenever the sun comes up typically is when I wake up most of the time it's before that, but like, it's the most amazing thing. Like I wait, it's the weirdest thing. I wake up without looking at my phone. I wake up and I know exactly what time it is almost every day. I'm within five or 10 minutes of the time, just based on the light. Cause my really? body's so used to it. Yeah. That's crazy. So like, I never set an alarm literally. You're like exhausted and you don't think you're going to wake up when the sun comes up. Right, so if there's like, you know, if I have a flight maybe, or like, like a board meeting or something crazy that's, 
but I, it's like, I can go to, I can like, you know, I don't go out that much anymore, but if I go out like tonight, it's Friday, right? If I go out on a Friday night and I'm out like late, like I'm getting back at one or two in the morning and I got to, I still don't, so I wake up no matter what, I could go to bed at three and I'll wake up at six. I could go to bed at 9 PM and I'll wake up at five or six. So it's very odd. So anyway, the routine, it's actually really healthy though. I've like read about it. Like yeah, it I wake up naturally to, to, and my body just naturally wakes up every day, which is really cool. So we were just talking about being groggy, right? I, I'm not that groggy in the morning. I think because I'm not like abruptly woken up, it's sort of like this natural thing. So really like doing that. This part of the, my routine is probably not good. I always grab my phone and I just like to see all of my emails. So one of our partners, our big distribution partner called the Emerson Group, um, which has been a big part of our success, they are on the East Coast. They're in Philadelphia. So even when I wake up at 5 a.m., like my email box is already full because they 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 started they started seven. So it's four here. So the best part is I know no matter what time I wake up, I have people I get to talk to and start working. So um, I always get rid of my Emerson stuff first. And then that's when if, if I can work out, I'll go work out because it clears things out. And then I know the West Coast isn't waking up for a couple hours. So it gives me like this hour and a half of like clarity. I don't have to, I don't look at my phone again until I get into the office. So um, I sort of do this weird thing where I clear out at some stuff and then I go work out if I can, even if it's just a half an hour, like just, you know, going on a run or, you know, just light weights at the gym or something like that. If I don't work out, the other thing I like to do is get in here really early. So if I don't do the workout thing, I'll get into the office really early. And my new thing is, not new, I've been doing it for a while. I love the lunchtime workout. Like I get, I still get to be the first one here, which I like set an example for the team. I still get to be the last one to leave by a lot, but it gives me like an hour and a half in the middle of the day where I can get an hour long workout in. I'll do like a sauna or a steam. I'll do some meditation in there to like it sort of resets my whole day. It's like if, if you're like a, a founder of a company or someone starting their own uh, anything really, like to be really efficient, it's a little extreme, which is for me, it's, it's really extreme, but I can work literally from 5 a.m. to noon. I get it like a full day of work in for most people. Then I go to the gym from noon to 1.30 and then I feel like it's literally a brand new day. So at 1.30, I'm back and I go from 1.30 to nine and it's like unbelievable. <laughs> so it's been like this little, for me, it's like a, like a personal little thing I've found that's worked really, really well. I almost can never work out after work. Um, the only thing I can do is when I'm healthy right now, I'm not, but love playing sports. I'm super competitive. So I play in a rec basketball league. I play in a pickup soccer league. I played football on Sundays for a while. Um, and then I played golf in college. So I love on the weekends if I, if I can, you know, every few weeks to try and get out and play some golf. So a nice balance of all that. And then I have my, my, uh, my business, my business, uh, coach on Sunday. So when I'm not traveling right now, I've gotten into a really good routine and you can tell I get really excited about this. It's like, because for me, it's like, it's my most powerful controlled way to be at my best all the time. And I love efficiency. And this is like made me really, really efficient is, is my routine. Yeah. And that meditation piece is big too. For sure. Routine is huge. I think routine is one of the best things we can do for ourselves because it's so grounding and for being all over the place or like whatever your temperament is, but ours is definitely on like the very high wavelength of not grounded at all. And routine is so grounding. So to have a routine to come back to every day, every week, you can trust that, you know what, what you're going to do. It's really unbelievable, I think, how much energy and alertness you have during the day that you probably wouldn't have if you didn't have your routine. And um, working out in the middle of the day, huge component. Because if you were just sitting here working from 5 a.m. or whatever time you get here until 9 p.m., I would say no more because that is not a balanced life. It's, it's 
it's like a burn a road to burnout. I think the middle day workout it's probably not amazing, but yeah. it allows me right now to be like getting everything done that I need to and the break breaking it up is just so so key. For sure. I love that you steam and sauna and like meditate, do some breathing there because you have to collect yourself when you have all this stuff going on. But also for people listening, if it sounds really extreme, it's just because when you found a company like Brandon did and it's really on like this fast track to a whole new level all the time because like there's many, many, many levels to reach and that they've passed at this point and so many levels to get to. There's huge decisions that have to be made every day. There's people to consult. Brandon's the one who does all of that. So it's it's a lot of stuff on your shoulders. It does kind of require that long of a work day a lot of the times. And I don't think everybody's cut out for that. But if you are, and if you're doing something you love, it kind of just goes hand in hand. It doesn't feel like you're working all the time because it's just your life. Sorry, I'm grabbing the microphone. Yeah. I mean, it goes along with the theme of the of the podcast, right? Soul on fire. Like I'm like obsessed with what I'm doing. I love it. Right. And so like, I, I, sometimes I'm like, God, I should really just, there's nothing else I'd rather be doing except for doing this. And I'm, the team that we've built here is like unbelievable. Like I literally am so passionate about our team and like each and every one of them is so awesome. Like it's really hard to build the, like to have a culture like that. So we're really picky maybe as the word about like who, who we bring on the team. They're like the people I'm closest to, right? Like we're together so much. And so, you know, when you find something you're passionate about, and this is like, what I'll tell anyone, like when I'm speaking at different things at LMU or at other things that I've been able to go talk at, like if you find what you're passionate about and don't force it, like you'll, you'll figure it out. But if you can find that area, don't chase money, chase what you're passionate about. The money will follow. Like, and, and like you might, like you guys might look at Jordan, like I do sometimes and like in awe of like what she's created and what she's built. She is a normal person. I one of my she is my best friend. She's a normal person who worked her tail off really really hard and is passionate about what she does and cares about the people who she's touching. And that's how she's gotten to where she has. And for me, you know, people sometimes say like, "Why wow, you're a CEO of this company? You guys have raised millions of dollars." Like like how did you you just you, you set your mind to something that you're really passionate about and then it's just day by day and you don't even realize it. It's just it's just what you do. It's just what you do. And anyone, literally, if you set your mind to it, like I've, I'm so, I'm passionate about this. Like you can accomplish anything you set your mind to. If you care enough about doing it and you are willing to put in the work, like most people just aren't willing to work hard enough at it. And if you're willing to put in the work and you think smart enough and you surround yourself with the right people, like you literally can accomplish anything you want. Think about how cool that is. Like you're on the, this planet one time in your whole life and like you can go do anything you want, anything. If you're creative, you have something you can do. If you're a business person, you have something you can do. Like it's so exciting to me for everyone out there to think about if you put your mind to something, you can go do it. I love that. It's so true. I think you should go on like a speaking tour with that because it's everybody has everybody has their thing. And I think some people, if they don't know what that is yet or they don't feel like they could do it for a career or like a long lasting type of job, then they are just not excited about it or they don't think it's for them. But like Brandon just said, it's for everybody. Like you can have what you want. You can pursue your passion and 
as he said, the money will not come first. Like the money will follow and it'll take time. And maybe you have side jobs for a while. Maybe you pitch investors, which, oh my God, I still don't. I mean, if I ever do that for any reason, Brandon will be my guide the whole entire time because I just don't, that's a whole other beast. But there's so many options out there for people who want to pursue what they love, set their souls on fire. And it is exciting. It's really exciting. So, okay, we're coming up here on our hour, but something else I wanted to ask you before we finish are basically, I feel like as a CEO, there's like a lot of myths that surround that. Like people just think that there's like general stereotypes about a CEO of a company. What would you say, like, are there any that come to your mind that are just not true that you've heard or that totally are true or what? One, people think that like you're your own boss and you can work whenever you want. And like, there are totally perks to like, to, to being at the head of the company, but it's not pretty. It's not glamour. Like it is not glamorous at all. Like I get to deal with a lot of the cool stuff. Yeah. But there's so many things that like, I had no idea I'd be able to, ha- ha- you know, I'd be able to handle them. But if, again, if you know the end game, which is you want your consumers to have the best product and you want to succeed at what you're doing, then you're just, you're sort of willing to accept and learn how to handle certain situations. Like the hardest thing for me, cause I like, I just, I, I, I'm a relationship person. I care about people letting people go. It's like the hardest thing you could ever imagine. It's like, especially when they're good people, it's just a business decision. And so that sort of leads to the thing that is true, which is you do sort of harden yourself up a little bit and you do have to keep things in a little bit more than I want to, because you know me, even on this podcast, I probably said stuff I'm not even supposed to say. I, every time I do it, I sort of get nervous. Like, Jordan, we might have to go back and cut some of this out because I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about like our investors or how much money we've raised. And so, but it's part of me, like I, you, in the beginning, you said, "How do I stay authentic?" I just, I'm just me, and I'm just going to talk about these things. But the the point about like that you have to that you harden yourself up a little bit. It's like in order to like survive when you have investors and you have a board and you have employees and you have all these things where they need stuff from you and like. You're my job as CEO, like my responsibility is to do what's best for the business. Like I don't have that. Everyone has their role. Mine is to make the best decision for the business. And sometimes that's not the fun decision and at all. Like it's like the op, if it was like the, the, the fun or like, like the easy thing to do, I would love to do that. I would love to go at Thursday at our happy hour, like go have a drink, but I just, that's, I, I can't, I got to focus on doing what's best for, for the business. So um, you definitely, I've learned in the last two years when it's just you and a couple people, it's not that bad, but as you bring on more and more people and things grow and, and you realize that everyone isn't as trustworthy and nice and like, I, I'm so, I just trust so quickly in people. Cause I'm like, a, I'm so lucky to have people like you and my family. I, my dad runs a company and like, he's such a trustworthy business person. And so when you run into people who aren't like that, and now I've had a handful of those, like a good amount of them, right? I'm not, that's another, I'm not going to change who I am. I'm going to be me. I'm going to be like fun, naive brain. And I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to let, but there's still a piece of me that you have to sort of harden up in order to survive and in order to win. So I, you know, I balance that. I learn, but, um, the, the hardening up is something that is definitely a truth. And a myth is that it's like, 
CEO is glamorous. It is like, it is not. Maybe at some point in five years, like we sell the company for a gazillion million dollars, it will be glamorous and I'll be on an island somewhere. But you got to love the process. Like, it's not like CEO is this glamorous thing. It's you got to love the process. And I really do love the process. So hopefully that answers it. Oh, that's an amazing answer. I am so pleased with that. Well, I think you guys can tell by listening to Brandon talk about the company that he is so passionate. He's so excited. He's the fastest talker. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> no, but when you talk into the microphone, you don't talk as fast. It's Yeah, it's good because you know that you're speaking. But um, whatever, you're very articulate regardless. But you can tell. My point is how passionate and excited he is. And you do have to love the journey. It's so true. And I love what you said about... Um, when people when people know that you're your own boss, they kind of think like, oh, you have all this flexibility. And I still get texts every day of people thinking that I'm just available on the cuff for lunch. And not to say that sometimes, I mean, sometimes I am like, sometimes that works and I need a break and, you know, I can be spontaneous. I like to be spontaneous, but sometimes it blows my mind that some people who just don't seem to understand people who like, sometimes I know them well, sometimes I don't, that being your own boss doesn't mean that you just like flounder around all day and different for me because yeah, because you have a team and like you come to the office every day. I'm kind of in a different place every day doing different things. So I think people really expect that I'm just around for like a 9 9 a.m. yoga class and then lunch and let's get our nails done in the afternoon. I'm like, that's never going to happen for me. I do save time for that kind of stuff on the weekends because I have tried to balance my life a lot more. I'm happier when I do. But um, I think that's a huge myth of just people who have an alternative career like me or run a company like you. Oh, so I'm reversing it for a second. So give me your routine right now because I haven't been updated since you've been like, like I just love how like yoga is such a big focus. Now give me like a day in the life of Jordan right now because I, I kind of know, but it's definitely changed since like six months ago. Yeah, it's changed so much. Well, I love that you, that you ask and I know that you've noticed a couple of my videos with my sage and everything that I'm burning in my apartment and Brandon thought that I burned myself with like my Palo Santo and the stuff that I've been, because I burned myself horribly with a um, curling iron, which anybody who's wondering can probably just see on my Instagram, my Instagram story, because there's no way to cover this up. It's like this huge burn in the center of my neck. Um, hopefully it heals soon. But yeah, I've been, everybody thinks that. I have gotten messages from people saying I'm unfollowing you because of that huge hickey <laughs> on your neck. And I'm like, no, this is a curling. I should I should put out like a PSA. Like this is what I've done. I was just really, yeah, I was really careless and just seared my skin off. It was very painful. But I have gotten so much more dedicated to a routine because I too love routine. But if I get out of a routine, which I always do because of travel and because every day is different and sometimes I have somewhere to be early in the morning and sometimes I don't, um, it can be hard for me to stick to something if I don't have like a routine that I'm doing every single day. And if there was anything I learned from my Panchakarma, the Ayurvedic treatment that I did almost a year ago, it was 
that having a routine is so important. It's grounding. It's grounding on a spiritual level. It calms your nervous system, which is so important for me. And to kind of just minimize the decisions that you have to make every single day is so important for us because there's so many decisions to be made that if you can minimize like silly little things, like what am I going to do when I get out of bed? Am I going to look at my phone or am I not doing that? Like I have this digital detox rule for myself in the morning. So that eliminates the issue of, do I open Instagram? Do I scroll through? Do I check my email? Like that could be stressful. I don't want to wake up and be inundated with information like that. It always stresses me out. And it's a practice every single day because sometimes I see it and then I'm like, oh my God, they want something from me. I'm going to get back to them right now. So this isn't every single day, but this is ideal. I have a digital detox. I wake up, I go out to my kitchen and make bulletproof coffee, which is my obsession and apple cider vinegar water. And I have both. I bring both beverages with me to my yoga mat, which I keep right in front of the windowsill in the front of my apartment. And um, Hudson usually joins me for this. I do like all these crazy kundalini breathwork type of things. I burn sage and Palo Santo and I have all these crystals that I keep around me that are, whether you believe in like the power of crystals or not, they're just beautiful and they can be very healing when you know that something specific is for your voice, your throat chakra. Something specific is for your heart. Like all these things or some are meant to connect you to the universe and decision-making. So I have those around me. I do some stretches. Um, I start to do some yoga and just like when I say yoga, first thing in the morning, it's more of just intuitive movement. Like I just do some down dog. I move around. I stretch. I do this for like 20 minutes and have really calming music. I have a bunch of playlists on Spotify that have all my calming morning music. And um, then... I do check my phone because I am a modern woman in the modern age. And as much as I wish that I had a lot more self-control to take tons and tons and tons of time to myself every day, it's just not reality. So I check my phone. I enjoy my coffee and my apple cider vinegar water. And then from there, kind of every day is different because sometimes I teach in the mornings, which has totally changed my routine. And when I don't, I have this amazing time to myself to decide what I'm going to do. So I usually try to kind of know that before the day starts so that I'm not just running around confused about what to focus on. But it could be so different. It could be that I'm writing a blog post. It could be that it's the perfect morning to get back to emails. I try to check my email less and less often. It's probably different than it is for you because you have to get back to people. Like there are people waiting on your answer. And I guess the same for me sometimes, but I just get like stuck in a rut of answering emails sometimes and it's not productive. So I try to limit my email time. I'll like do a little bit in the morning and then I work. So for me, that's like writing, marketing the ebook, doing podcast interviews. I like to do those in the morning when I'm alert and energized. And then usually midday is like a meeting or I'll go take a yoga class, something like that. Then I come back and work the whole day, take photos, have a photo shoot with Ashley, 
do videos for YouTube, um, edit photos. Just there's endless so things to be done. Afternoon, you go into TBB mode. Yeah, that's when I get into like my vibe morning, mode. Morning is Jordan and afternoon is TBB vibe. Exactly. So yeah, afternoon, I get a lot of stuff done and I try to stop working by like 7 p.m. That's because if I go past that, I've learned, um, which I often do, you know, I just stay up too late. So I need to wind down. Exactly. I've been doing tons of vinyasa classes at Core Power and just, I've been super into, as cliche as it is, as it is for me to say, yoga because it just calms me so much. And um, yeah, I try to spend the evenings with like somebody that I care about, see friends, um, talk on the phone to my family, like something because that gets me out of work mode. I didn't even, that's a good one. I didn't even mention that, but pretty much every night I'm, I talk to a family member and it's so good because it just brings you out of the, the everyday grind. And so whether it's my mom or my dad or my sister um, or catch up with a friend, it like pulls you out of it because they don't care about your, what's yeah, going on every day. Yeah. The last thing they, so it's great. I don't, don't have to talk about it at all. It's a, I, it's a big piece of it too that I didn't think about, but like I, literally I get in my car and it's like, it's like putting my seatbelt on. I don't even think I just get in my phone and I call one of my family members. Yeah. And if they don't answer, then I'm like, Oh God, I'm going to try calling like 10 other people now. Cause I really want to talk. Yeah. It's a good way to wind down. Yeah. So that's my routine. Long winded as always. So what Brandon, this was so fun to have you back on and we will have you back on with two microphones. If I doubt can, it, I know if I can ever figure it out, I know that Cody who edits this and his team, Hayden, Cody and Hayden and others will be listening and thinking, why can't she just figure it out? Like we've sent her 10 minute long tutorial videos. Why can't she? I don't know. This is just not my forte. You're good, you're good at the podcast part. That's what you're good at. So that's that's the important part. I mean the microphone and I can handle it, but everything else is crazy. So Brandon, tell everybody where they can find you, where they can find Liquid IV and the new flavor and anything fun coming up. Yeah. Um, I think the easiest way right now is uh, if you follow us on Instagram. We really are excited about the flavor and the feedback on it is incredible. So the original lemon lime, uh, you know, people love it. I think it'll always be a, you know, a hit, probably the the favorite, but the acai berry, we've gotten a lot of good feedback about. So yeah, I think uh, at Liquid IV on social media, uh, liquid-iv.com. If you want to pick it up in stores, uh, Whole Foods, great place to get it. GNC, I, I go on our website. I can't even name them all anymore. It's it's awesome. It's so cool. Um, so yeah, follow us on there. And uh, that's, I want, I'm really excited for everyone to try the new acai berry. And uh, one last sales pitch. It's like, for me, I mean, we talk about this all the time. It's so hard for me to drink like eight or 10 bottles of water a day. And I, I'm, it's really hard to stay hydrated. It's just hard for me. And so, you know, when you drink a bottle of water, you absorb about, you know, 20% of the bottle. And when you drink it with liquid IV, you know, we're, we have clinical trials going on right now. Um, you absorb 75 to 80% of the bottle. So, you know, if it's hard for you to, to drink enough water, like it's just a really, it's, it, it really does help people. It changes the way, you know, it changes their lives daily, which is so cool. So we'd love for you guys to, uh, to, to grab some and try it and let me know what you think. And, uh, thanks for having me. I mean, I always have so much fun. This is like a break from my work day. I just have a blast chatting. It gets me out of the everyday grind. And so maybe next time we'll have two microphones, even though I doubt it. <laughs> maybe we will. Instead, we're like leaning into each other and my neck hurts from only turning the one way. I have the most sensitive body ever. Like my whole right side now is, is hurting. 
So yeah, we will have Brandon back. I've always had these like elaborate ideas of having Brandon as a permanent co-host of the podcast because I think that would be so fun. And I like podcasts that have two hosts. I like a lot of those. So one, yeah, I think we should do it more often. And then I will be required to get the microphone. If we do that, I'll buy my own. Oh my God. And then you can deal with all the technical difficulties. And I think I trust you more on that because if you looked at this for a really long time, you'd figure it out. But yeah, it's a lot. So thanks to Brandon for listening or for uh, being here. And thanks to everyone for listening. You guys are awesome. And go check him out. You can find him on his personal Instagram too. Brandon underscore Cohen. And you can figure out how to spell it because it'll be the title of this episode, his name. So thank you guys. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.